Is overwhelm, anxiety, and sickness invading your household this holiday season? Does it feel like your business has taken the back burner and nobody in your life seems to care that you're missing deadline after deadline and you're still swimming upstream trying to get everything done? You're not alone. In fact, I'm going through exactly the same thing right now. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you a very real life perspective of the solopreneur who is also a parent and will dissect all the factors that make this the most overwhelming part of the year. And I'll close it with three reframes that will help you have the best end of year ever. And yes, there's still time. I should say that I am not a therapist and I am not certified in mental health. And listening to this episode is not a replacement for therapy or mental health services. Please consult a qualified professional if you need further assistance. Hi, I'm your host, Ina Coveney. Every Tuesday, I bring you an interview with a successful online coach where we uncover their true startup story. And we wrap it up with a companion episode on Thursdays. This one right here, where I teach you three things that our guest is doing very right in their business and you should start doing right now. Currently, we are in the off season, which means that I'm out there recording all the interviews with those amazing coaches that you know and love. And so we'll be replaying some past interviews on Tuesdays, but I'll be here sharing with you every week on Thursdays with new content fresh out of the oven to help you continue to grow your business. And today, our focus will be on the overwhelming side of being a parent and business owner and three reframes to make this your best holiday season yet. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while you're wrapping presents, don't even worry about using different wrapping paper for the Santa presents. There. I just made your life a million times easier. Also, please head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. Welcome to the Global Phenomenon, the podcast about online coaching, the inspiring new career path responsible for multiple self-made millionaires, opening the doors for experts and professionals like you and me to stop living paycheck to paycheck and design a rich and abundant life with one purpose to help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. Hi, coach. This is a very special episode in that I am recording it in my living room. My kids are upstairs. They're both sick, so they're both home with me. And I'm not going to lie. It has been a rough week. And by week, it's Wednesday today. And by week, I mean like past seven days, 10 days or so. I haven't been even been showing up on stories on Instagram the way that I normally do. Really high energy, telling you what's going on and really helping you. I've just been like one story per day. And that's like unheard of for me. And the more I talk to you guys on the DMs um, and some of my clients even, the more I'm hearing that I'm not alone, that this is something that is happening across the board, that I'm, I'm not alone in my overwhelm in the holiday season, overwhelm because of, uh, you know, family or because of kids or because of uh, presents or, or my business at the end of the year, I'm not alone. So I decided, okay, we need to take a pause 
And we all need to get on the same page on what things are supposed to be like. Because I don't think that our expectations are matching what we're doing. Let me just tell you just a few of the things that are happening in my life. And I know that there's a parallel in there with yours. So here are all the things causing overwhelm right now that did not cause overwhelm the first week of December or the first week of November, right? Why here we are on December 21st. This episode is going out on the 22nd. This episode is going out tomorrow, okay? This is how late I am in in actually getting my stuff done, right? Like think, doing things for the last minute. So why was this particular week more stressful than any previous week, than any other day when my kids are sick, than any other day? Well, let me, I just kind of outlined right here. I have six things that I know you're going to relate to. Number one was family drama. For some reason, holidays, family gatherings, like around weddings or birthdays or like anything that has to do with family, there's always something that happens that brings stress right? Uh, In my case, not to dive too deep into the story, because you know, this is not just my story, there's somebody else who is involved. But I am suffering from family drama right now. Um, Somebody who's very, very close to me in my family, um, they are just not really feeling very loved. And I feel guilty about it. And I feel like that's something I need to kind of set the record straight about Uh, emotions just come out. So I think I just got myself into trouble yesterday for trying to speak it like it is. And I don't think it was received with the same spirit that I was saying it. Just like anything that is family related, you can never really get it across the right way. I think you know what I mean. So I think I just got myself into trouble with somebody that I love very much. uh, But I don't always show it the right way. And... Again, I'm trying to keep it very, very vague because I don't want this person to feel like I'm I'm airing out our dirty laundry. But it's true, right? Like things tend to come out on whenever family is involved, things tend to come out. Emotions tend to flare up. We have expectations of each other that we're not meeting. And then we go and retreat and talk about it with our spouse. And we talk about it with someone else in the family because we feel like we're being treated unfairly or because a person is not showing me they love me or we are being put on the spot or we are being judged for a certain thing or we are judging others for being different, right? Stuff always comes up around family when it comes to holidays, special occasions, it just happens. So I know that you're probably going through your own. And I'm just going to tell you, my heart goes out to you. Because it's not an easy situation. It's almost like we all wish that why don't why can't we all just get along? Why can't we all just understand that we all love each other very much? And we're all just doing our best, right? We all just doing our best. Um, So that's that's one, right? Family drama tends to come out around the holidays that doesn't actually come out on September 1st, for example. The other one can be marital stress, right? You and your spouse have a big task of keeping your children happy, of uh, fulfilling family obligations, of of fulfilling obligations for your spouse's family and for your own family. And that can create conflict. I have a story for you that I'm hoping that you find funny. So here's what happened. My son, my five-year-old, has been obsessed with being a policeman. 
And the one thing that he does not have in his life is a policeman outfit. So when my mother asked me, what can I give the kids for Christmas? Immediately, I thought, you need to give this kid a policeman outfit. And then immediately I told my husband, hey, by the way, my mother is getting him a policeman outfit. But my husband sometimes doesn't listen to me. Like I say things and they just go from like in one ear and out the other. So he didn't really hear me. I put it in a text. I sent him a message saying, by the way, here's an update on all the presents. This is what... um, your sister is getting, this is what your sister-in-law is getting, this is what my mother is getting for the kids, blah, blah. I sent him an entire text, which he responded to. He read it, acknowledged it, and responded to it. Then we created a spreadsheet where we had everybody that were gifting for Christmas and what the gift was. And the first thing I did when I created the sheet and immediately shared it with my husband was, my mother is getting him a police outfit, right? That was there. So then... December 20th rolls around and my husband is freaking out. He's freaking out because he said, I looked at the spreadsheet and to my surprise, your mother is getting James, my son, is getting James a policeman outfit. I didn't know that. And I'm like, oh, I told you this. I told you this weeks ago. I told it to you in words. I told you to do in a text. I put it on the spreadsheet that I shared with you. There was nothing else I could do to let you know this information. And he's freaking out because now his mother is also going to gift him a policeman outfit. And his mother has been shopping for Christmas presents since October. So there's a very good chance that she actually bought it before I even told my husband, but he didn't know that. And I didn't have all the information. And I'm like, I just found out right now because you just told me that your mother is planning on doing that. And he's like, and what are we going to do? Because if my mother finds out that your parents were going to get it, then she's going to feel a certain way and she's not going to feel appreciated and she's not going to feel. And I'm like, oh my goodness, is that what broke Christmas? The fact that this kid is going to get two policeman outfits. Is that it? Was that the the final straw that broke the camel's back? The fact that this kid is getting two outfits. He was freaking out. He was out of his mind freaking out. So what did I do? I wanted to take a stance for myself because it really sounded like he was blaming me for not sharing this information with him. So first thing I did was go back to the text that I sent him weeks ago and I took a screenshot of it and I was about to send that to him as proof that I am right, that this is not my fault, right? I was this close to sending it to him and then I realized, no, wait, he is also going through the same stress I am. He is also experiencing the whole family drama situation. He is in it right now. You know what is the last thing he needs? Is me kind of jabbing at him and putting the blame on him for this. You know what he needs? He needs support. He needs to know that I am on his side, that no matter what, I'll be here with him. So I created a little meme, which he actually found pretty hilarious where it was somebody just basically saying I wouldn't have been able to do this without my rock right my my amazing support of my loved ones and I said that's you talking about me because I'm here for you something like that and it made made him laugh and it really lightened up the whole situation which was really the goal the goal is not to be at each other's throats 
but to support each other through what is a really, really overwhelming time for parents. With the family drama, it's very important that marital stress remains to the minimum because it's going to pop up, right? It's going to pop up for all for every reason that I'm about to list here. It's going to pop up. But I decided that the most important thing to me was marital bliss versus marital stress. So that's what I did. And he kind of laughed it off. And now we are just resigned to the idea that, you know, there will be two costumes and somebody's feelings may get hurt, but there's not much we can do about that. And it will be okay. But that was kind of, I know that you're going through your own version of this, where you want to plant your flag, right? You want to, to put your foot on the ground and you want to plant your stake and you don't want to be the one that is blamed for everything. And it's sometimes we just have to look at each other and say, we want what is best for the both of us. It's not about who wins. It's about us supporting each other and understanding that we're both going through this. So who do we have to turn to? Who else do we have to turn to but each other? So it's time to send out a meme rather than a screenshot of the text that you sent three weeks ago. Um, and by the way, I'm still just reviewing the all the reasons to be overwhelmed. I do have three pieces of advice for you on a good therapy for all of these things. So let me finish my list so I can get through, through that real quickly. Um, the next kind of thing on my list that drives overwhelm is, and by the way, it's a list of six things. I should have said this at the beginning. It's a list of six things. We're on point number three. Number one was family drama. Number two is marital stress. Number three is end of year kids activities. Oh my God. Uh, end of year kids activities. Now, all of a sudden, your kids need to be in an elf costume, in a red and green costume, in a Adam Sandler costume. Yeah, yeah, that's real. That That's at my kid's school, right? Like there's all of these things that kids have to do at the end of the year, not to mention final exams. I have a tween and a toddler, essentially. Final exams are coming up. They need to study. There's a lot of end-years activities that are get added to your plate. The next one is presents. Hello, Santa. I see you. I know it's not easy. I know you do not have a factory full of elves making stuff for you. I know it. You know it. It's a lot of late nights, a lot of subterfuge, a lot of hiding, a lot of figuring things out with uh, wrapping paper and uh, all of that stuff all of a sudden is on your plate. Hello, Santa. I see you. I know you didn't have all year to to make all the presents. I know that. And every present has to be perfect. And if you have multiple kids, you know, you have to have the equal number of presents for one than the other. I hear you. That's a lot more stress. It's a full-time job to do this. Number five, financial stress. It's the end of the year. Uh, there's a lot of expenses that happen at the end of the year with all of these presents. And it's not just presents for kids. It's presents for each other. It's a presents for family members. It's presents for the teachers. It's presents for everybody. Financial stress happens at the end of the year. And that is not one to be like snuffed at, right? That can be real. Um, I had to actually stop a couple of subscriptions that I had this month just so that it didn't create the kind of financial stress that would spill into marital stress or family drama, right? There's financial decisions to be made and that is rough. 
that can be really tough. The final one on my list of overwhelming things that could be plaguing your life right now is your business. Did anybody know that you're still running a business? That you didn't just stop everything that you've been doing and working so hard for all year to take care of all of these five things that I just listed, right? You have end of year offers that you could be taking advantage of that maybe you're not doing because you didn't have time. You have clients, responsibilities to clients to do. You have missed opportunities to sell your services. Everybody tells you it's the end of the year. Everybody's buying. Everybody's doing stuff. What are you selling? What are you doing? What are you offering? All of that stress is something that you kind of bear the burden off on your own because your spouse is not in your business, your kids are not in your business, your family is not in your business. This is all you. So you are your own worst critic. You are your own worst judger, judge, right? You're the one putting so much pressure on yourself. So besides all of these other things that I listed that had were completely outside of your control, now you have all of these things that were there already that everybody seems to ignore because nobody else thinks that they're as important as we do because they're our thing. Because they're our thing. So what did we just go over right now? All the possible reasons why your life may feel more overwhelming today than they did a month ago. Now, I don't want you to just, <laughs> to just come to this podcast and just feel more stressed which I probably just managed to do the complete opposite. You're probably just stressed by me mentioning all these things. What I'm trying to tell you is that there is a design of the month of December that affects your life. And it affects it not because you were not on top of your game. It's not because you were not on top of things. It's not because you didn't start planning for Christmas in October. It's not because... It's not because of anything that you did. It's because all of a sudden, every single one of these things on the list gets amplified. All of a sudden. This is not a, it's not by chance. It's not just you. It's a lot of people are here. Oh, I forgot to add one to the list. Kids being sick. People being sick. For some reason, when I started posting that my kids were sick this week, I started getting a whole bunch of DMs telling me, yes, I hear you. We, we're all sick in my house too. And I'm like, why is that? Why are we all getting sick? So I hear you. I see you. None of this is your fault. It just so happens that this is what the month of December is like. So what are we going to do about it? First of all, I'm recording this podcast. This is my therapy, guys. I'm still in the thick of this. My family drama is not over. My marital stress, I'm still managing with a lot of memes and a lot of laughs, right? I still have end of year kids activities that I need to plan for. Like, what is my son going to dress for Adam Sandler Day? What is that? What is that? We still have to finish wrapping presents. There's still financial stress we need to figure out because after we finish buying all the gifts, who knows where our finances are going to end up. And yes, I am promoting an end of year sale that I haven't talked about in seven days. Why? Because of everything else, plus kids being sick. So my first order of business was recording this podcast. This is my therapy. This is me putting out into the world that it is what it is. None of it is my fault. And I'm not crazy or lazy or I didn't do anything wrong to bring all of this on myself. This is just the way it is. So I'm about to share with you three 
tips that are kind of my therapy for this. And I'm really hoping that it helps you, Mama, because I am here with you. My clients are here with you. We're all on the same boat. This list of overwhelming things does not have to define our holiday season. It really doesn't. So I'm about to give you three tips to turn things around right now. And what is cool about it is that it's all about your mindset. It's all in your mind. These things can happen. The world could be crumbling around you. The world could be falling apart. But if in your mind you can manage to make these things work, you're going to have a much better end of the year. And that's where I want all of us to be. Are you ready? Okay, let's start with number one. You got to decide what is important to you in this season, in this holiday season, what is the most important thing to you? And then prioritize that at all cost. What could that be? Is it to close out the year in your business in the black uh, with lots of clients, with lots of celebrations? What is it? Is it a successful end of the year for your business? Is it that you want to stop lashing out? Is it that you want to stop the anger in its tracks? Is it that you want your kids, your family members to have a wonderful holiday and to see you as the rock and to see you as the person who is who's joyful, the, the, the actual person that you are, because I see you on the inside. I know that you are a good person. You are such a great person. You're a caring person. So you don't even recognize yourself when you get mad and when you get angry and when you lash out. You don't even recognize yourself. So what is it? Do you want to close out the year showing the world the wonderful person that you are and actually showing it to yourself, looking inside and saying, I am an amazing person and I'm going to feel like that amazing person every single day. What do I have to do to prove to myself that I am wonderful? and that I feel good about myself, and that I can look at myself in the mirror and not see someone who has become bitter and somebody who has become angry. But I see in the mirror someone who is an incredible individual that the world is lucky to have, that my children are lucky to have in their life. What do I have to do to go back to that, to feel good about who I am? What is it? Do I have to say affirmations every day? Do I have to take a deep breath when I get mad? Do I have to let go of certain expectations? Do I have to make certain changes in plan so that I can feel better? What do I need to do to be that person that I know I am? To be that person that I know I can be? Because it really doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. It's really all about what do I think about myself? Am I being the best person I can be around this holiday season? And if I'm not, I'm going to prioritize that at all cost. What needs to happen for you to go back to being the wonderful self that you are and not this mad, angry at the world kind of person that gets so frustrated by all these things that are out of your control? What do you need to do to get back to it? I'm going to tell you for me because I struggle with this. I struggle with this. When I see myself getting angry, when I see myself lashing out, I remember I'm better than this. 
I am a really good person. So if what it means is that I need to stop putting so much weight on certain expectations, then that's what I'll do. So do that for yourself. Give yourself this holiday. Give yourself the gift of figuring out how to be yourself and to be happy with yourself. And whatever that is, make that adjustment. For me, I'm going to tell you, it is really keeping an eye on those times that I get mad and then taking a deep breath, walking away, dealing with my overwhelm and just remembering that my kids are just kids. All they want is to be loved. And my husband is going through the same struggles I am right now, the same overwhelm, the same list applies to him. And I want him to see me as that person who's going to be there with him. I want him to be thankful that we are together. And I am going to do my part to make sure that I can stay true to myself and be the wonderful person that I can be. It's not easy. It's not easy, but it's for my own health. It's not even for the health of everybody else. It's not even for them. This is for me. I got to get back to seeing myself as a wonderful person that I know I am and not that monster that I become when overwhelm gets the best of me. What do I have to do? What do I have to prioritize? What reframes do I need to make? What strategies do I need to implement? Like walking away from stressful situations, like, you know, passing the, you know, passing the turn to my husband sometimes be like, okay, I need to walk away. It's your turn to deal with this. What do I need to do so that I don't see myself as a somebody that I don't like anymore? If you are there, if you're in that spot and you need to talk to someone, do consider talking to someone, opening up about it. Me, this podcast, this is kind of my way of therapying myself through this and to remind myself of what is important. And my mental health is very important to me. I know it's very important to you. What do you have to do to get back to basics, to become the person that you really truly are on the inside, on the outside? I'm here with you, Mama. Let's go to point number two of this therapy session. Oh, by the way, I probably should, I probably should put this in the beginning. This is not real therapy. <laughs> I am not a qualified therapist. This, I'm using the term extremely loosely. I, do, I want to be responsible with this. If you do need to speak to a therapist, call a local therapist, get yourself an appointment and talk to someone about everything that you're going through. Okay, this, this entire podcast episode does not replace therapy. I'll make sure to put a note in the beginning um, so that you know that, so that you, so you get the right help you need. But I hope that this, I hope that this helps to know that you're not alone, that all of this is extremely normal. It just takes a little bit of patience, a little bit of introspection and self-awareness to get us back on track. Okay, let's move on to point number two. Let go of what didn't get done. Oh, this is such a hard one. This is such a hard one. You guys, I purchased, I bought, I created so many Christmas cards or holiday cards that I wanted to send out to my clients and to people that I did business with this year. And they're sitting on my kitchen table. It is December 21st <laughs> and I haven't even written them yet. Should I let go of that? Should I let go of that? I don't want to, but I'm hoping that 
if I give myself permission to let go of it, then maybe my, I don't know, I, I'm not going to use this right, but my chakras will start aligning again, right? Maybe my, the pressure will get relieved and I'm able to act better, right? I actually just saw that there was an article that spoke about why is it that when we have so much on our plate, we end up not doing anything. There's an actual term for that. There's an actual uh, strategies to overcome that. I'm going to try to find the article again and see if I can put it in the show notes. I'll do that for you. Okay, go and check that out because it's a real thing. So this point number two of letting go what didn't get done is really more about relieving that pressure. It's really more about, it's less about just not doing that thing. And it's more about telling myself, you know what? I don't actually have to do anything. I don't have to do anything that I don't want to do. So when you do that, you relieve that pressure on yourself and you can act differently and you can prioritize other things. So what is the one thing that you're looking at right now? You're like, I can't believe I didn't get that thing done yet, but I will, but I will, but I will, but I will. What is that one thing? Think about it right now. I know that it's in the forefront of your mind. It's right there in your temporal lobe. It's right there, ready to come out telling you, hey, that thing that you really wanted to do, maybe you told yourself you don't have to do it. Or maybe you told yourself you don't have to do it by the end of the year. And then reframe your entire to-do list. You don't actually have to do it. How would that go for you? Think about that one. December 31st is not the end of the world. The world is not about to end in eight days. Okay? It's the start of a new year. So if there's anything that you didn't get done, put it next year. That thing that you have in your mind that is so important to you that you really wanted to get done by the end of the year, I'm giving you permission to put it in the back burner, to do something else, to prioritize other things. I think the top priority is getting back to your mental health. That's it. Priority number one, how to get back to the wonderful self that you are. Okay? And I'm going to go to point number three really quickly. Because I think it's the most important one. This is the one that I've been sharing with my clients. And I'm really hoping that it helps you. And that is to give yourself a freaking break. I am giving you permission to give yourself a freaking break. To give social media a break. To write down the things that were hard for you this season. And to put them in your year, in your plan for next year. So that the next holiday season is easier. Okay, like scheduling your posts, planning your end of year offer in September and plan to take the last two weeks of the year completely off. Put nothing on your calendar for the last two weeks of the year of 2023. Okay, of next year, like you're done. So right now, your only job is to find your joy again. Okay, find your joy. How are you going to make this the best, happiest holiday season for your children, for your family, for you? How are you going to walk out of the holiday season feeling happy? Feeling like, you know what? I did my best and that must have been enough, right? And if there's anything that was really hard this season, put it on a list. Write it down right now. I'm going to give you the first, the first part of that list. In September, I want you to set up an alarm that says holiday. And in September, you're going to start planning and scheduling the posts 
and the stories and everything else that you need to do for the holiday season. If you're planning on launching something, you're going to start working on your launch in September. Okay, your end of year offer, you're going to plan it in September. That's when you're going to get those things done. And then next year, I won't have to record this podcast episode at all because everything will already be done. I will just be enjoying the holiday season. I will have started buying my presents in September. Okay, plenty of time, great deals, right? Uh, do Finish doing all of my shopping on Black Friday and that's it. That's the last day I'm doing shopping. All right, that's my point number three for you is to give yourself permission to take a break starting now and just improve next year. So here's what we went through today, okay? Here's what we went through today. Number one, that you're not crazy, you're not alone, you're not lazy, you're not a failure, you're not any of those things because you're struggling through the holiday season right now. And by the way, I'm saying you, but I really mean me. I am telling myself, Ina, you're not a failure. Ina, you're not crazy. Ina, this is not you not being able to handle it. Okay? This is my therapy telling myself this. This wasn't just me uh, in, in the middle of a storm of my own creation at all. This is just what happens around the holidays. So what am I going to do to make sure that I walk away unscathed? In fact, better off. Number one is I'm going to prioritize what is really important to me. And you guys want to know what my thing is? What I am prioritizing by the end of the year? Is to actually have a happy holiday. Is to actually have a a wonderful time with my family. That's going to be priority number one. Which means that there are some things that are going to fall by the wayside. Like not getting enough clients. Like not pushing my offers too much. Like I need the joy back. And I'm going to prioritize that. And that means everything else is going to go in the back burner. Number two, I'm going to let go of the things that didn't get done. I may still send out the Christmas cards, (laughs) but I'm giving myself the permission to let go of anything that didn't get done yet and let go of the pressure and let go of the expectations. Expectations is a four letter word for the next two weeks. Okay, let it go. It's okay. Nobody's watching that closely. Nobody's going to notice and you're going to feel so much better about it. Finally, I'm giving you myself, yourself permission. (laughs) You see that for audience liberated? I'm giving myself permission to, I am giving you permission to give yourself a break. If you don't want to show up on social media, you don't show up on social media. To remember that this is not the end of the world. This is not, this end of the year is not the end of the world. You can pick it back up in the new year. It's fine. If your business Your business, I'm telling you right now, your business can stand spending a week away from social media. Yes, you can. Yes, you can do it. And you can always weave it into your story. Come back and tell your clients, I needed that me time and I recommend that you take it too. Okay? So I'm giving you permission to give yourself a break, to not put so much pressure, so many expectations on yourself and to really enjoy spending this time with your family. Okay? Your kids don't get a lot of time off. This is it. What are you going to do with that time? So give your social media a break. Give anything else that you couldn't get done a break. You are done. And I do suggest setting up that alarm in September. Start planning for the new year in September. Okay? And that way I don't have to record this podcast episode next year. 
I really don't because everything is going to be golden. I'm going to be taking some time off. I'm going to be posting on stories whenever I feel like it. And I'm going to anticipate that all of these things will happen next December. Uh, it's not going to catch me by surprise. I'm going to prepare for it well in advance. And I, I'm going to be in a much better place next year because that's really the important part is to make sure you're always improving, always improving. Every day you're a better person than you were the day before. And this is really going to help. So I am really hoping that this episode was helpful to you. If, if it resonated with you and you're in the same boat as me, because this is me going through the thick of this right now, okay? I'm here watching other people's stories, watching other people's posts, talking about how wonderful the new year is going to be. And I'm here... And I'm, I'm in this boat where I, I have been struggling and it, there's this dissonance. Oh, I should be happy. I should be, I should be, I should be. You know what? No, I'm not putting myself through that pressure. So if this episode helped you and you think it would help other people, would you please share this with others? Can you please take a screenshot of this episode? Tag me when you share it. Take a screenshot, post it in your stories. Tag me. I'm at your engagement coach on Instagram. Tag me and tell others, hey, look, here's this entrepreneur who's a six-figure entrepreneur who is doing very well in her business, and she also goes through this stuff. This is real. This is real life. Real life is not everything looking pretty and pink and all roses on Instagram. Real life is this, is going through this, is getting through this. Okay? And we can do this together. All right? So... I would love it if you would share this episode and also send me a DM. Tell me you made it this far, <laughs> that you listened to the whole thing and that you feel like, you know what? It's in your hands. You're going to prioritize your joy. You're going to prioritize your mental health. You're going to prioritize you having an amazing holiday season with your family and the people that you love most. That's your new priority. And if I helped you get there, if I helped you realize that we can get there in a very realistic sense, DM me. I'm at your engagement coach. Send me that DM. Tell me how you're doing. And we'll be here helping each other through this and walk away with flying colors. You got this coach. And don't miss the next episode on Thursday, episode 168. Don't miss it because I'm going to come here and reveal to you the meaning of life <laughs> that got revealed to me during a spiritual retreat that I took earlier in December. I can't wait to tell you the story because it's going to completely reframe your entire 2023, your entire next year is going to feel different because I am about to share with you that revelation that came to me about our goals, about our vision, about what we do every day and how to really make it have meaning, how to realize what you're purpose is next year. I can't wait to share with you all about that in our next episode, episode 168, our next solo episode, 168, a week from now. Thank you, coach. You got this. And I can't wait to hear from you on my DMs and have a wonderful holiday season. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at 
your engagement coach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support. I'll see you on the next episode.